Hello, hello, what's up everybody? Welcome to Seeing It God's Way with Will Smith. It's been a minute since my last recording. Uh, I apologize for it being so long. It's been a lo- uh, some long months here. And I'm actually working on, um, let you know, and I've been, I've been working on a faith-based cartoon um, that God gave me a vision for called Legacy AD. Um, but I want to talk about how how to get closer to God or um, what is needed in order to get closer to God. And one of the the huge things that's needed is uh, humility. And I say humility because um, oftentimes pride can get in the way of seeing things God's way. We can often have opinions about certain things but I believe that the best thing to do and what I try to do throughout um, my daily life and this is something I encourage um, whoever's listening um, something I encourage you to try if you're not already doing this is um, across any situation that comes um that, that comes to pass in your life or any situation that you encounter um, throughout the day. Ask yourself, hmm, what does God say about this? Or how does God feel about this? How does God feel about my situation right now? Or how, how, how does God feel about uh, my response or... That's the best question we could ask ourselves to to kind of keep us in check, so to speak, or to um, even to do a self-evaluation throughout our day to make sure that we're in step with the spirit of God, walking in step with him. And, and humility is required for that. Because if we have pride and, and just hold on to our own views and hold on to our opinions and our perspective, then we miss out on on the wisdom and understanding that God could give to us in seeking God's answer for a situation and God's perspective on something. Because it's his perspective is his perspective is the only one that matters. And <laughs> now say that again. God's perspective is the only one that matters because his perspective is lasting. His perspective is eternal. It is good. And his perspective is righteous. The word of God says that he says, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And so that requires humility. We have to let go of our own opinion, let go of our will, our thoughts and our emotions. That's what it means to to take up our cross daily, which means to die to ourselves daily. We have to die to is what is called our outer man. And I don't know if you've heard of an author called or should I say an author named Watchman Nee. I forgot his Chinese name, but that's his name in English. And he wrote a lot of books and um, I've read um, a few. I'm still reading one now. It's very good. And 
I need to get back to it. It's called Spiritual Man. Um, but he also wrote Release of the Spirit. Um, and he also wrote Spiritual Authority. But um, his wisdom, the wisdom that God gave him as it pertains to the understanding of spirit, soul, and body. You know, because that's the three things that we are made up of. But um, we have to let go of things that are soul-ish. Watchman, he says that our soul is made up of our will, our thoughts, and our emotions. And in those three, we have to die to or deny and reject daily and submit to God's will. Because that's, I mean, that's all that matters is God's will. Am I living in God's will? How does God feel about this situation? How does God feel about this? What does, what does God say? And so in that question, which therein lies us having to have the humility and let go of our pride and submit to him in his ways, that has to push us to the word of God. It has to push us to his word, the Holy Bible which I believe is the complete and fallible truth. Um, I've read the whole thing. <laughs> There's nothing anyone could bring to me or say to me that is, um, you know, for someone who who would say that, oh, it's not the it's not the tr- whole truth that was written by man. It's like, OK. And, and to me, that is one of the most foolish arguments I've ever heard for someone to say that, oh, I don't. That just tells me that you actually haven't read it. or either you've read it and you didn't understand it because you've read it without having uh, submitted yourself to God and Jesus Christ. So therefore not doing that, you don't have the spirit of God. The word of the word of God says that only those who have the spirit of God can understand the things of the spirit. And so in you reading without submitting to God, you're leaving everything up to your own interpretation, which is, a limited understanding and is going to diminish or incorrectly interpret what God is saying through his word. So in saying that there's nothing contradictory. There are no contradictions in God's word. God does not contradict himself, but in that, and so um, in that we have to seek in his word, how he feels about Something like, how does God feel about sex? How does God feel about sex outside of marriage? How does God feel about marriage? What does God say about divorce? What does God say about lying, cheating, bribery, greed, jealousy, all of those things? Um, And we have to submit ourselves to his word as a believer. Um, And I can tell you. That it is um, uh, definitely something daily that that I have to do throughout my life, and and I have to think of him daily because without him I am a mess. <laughs> without Jesus Christ and the leading of the Holy Spirit, I am a mess. I'm a selfish man. I'm a prideful man. Um, but. With me having Christ in my life and the Holy Spirit living within me, I am no longer a slave to sin. So check this. I have the choice whether or not to sin. 
Um, I'm, you know, I, I before I was like a, so enslaved to it that I had no control of it. I had no way to defeat sin. Though Christ had already defeated sin, but I wasn't submitted to him completely. So I was therefore a slave to my my lust and my cravings of the flesh, which would be my outermost man, my fleshly cravings, cravings, cravings. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. And so um, I need Christ. I need him. And if you're listening right now and, you know, you're on the fence about it or you feel like you're not ready yet or um, I would definitely encourage you, um, encourage you to give your life to Christ. Um, He will completely change your perspective. He will renew you um, and you'll be born again in the spirit. You'll be a, a new creature. You know what I'm saying? And I can attest to that personally because I'm a I'm a completely different person, but I'm not a different person. <laughs> I know you're like, what? So what I was, what I mean by that is like, like God gave you your personality for a reason. You have the personality you have because God has wired you a certain way with your personality. Um, you can reach people that I can't reach. Um, you can do things uh, um, that I wasn't wired to do. Like God has made us, we are each a, a, an original masterpiece. Each and every one of us, we are an original masterpiece. And so, and God wants to work in your life. And that takes humility. Letting go of our pride and wanting to do everything our way. And what I can tell you is I was a very prideful young man. <laughs> yeah. Didn't do so well with authority. And that has completely changed. And I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for God and Jesus Christ in my life, man. I mean, of such a peace. There's no peace. You can't buy it. You cannot buy peace and contentment. It doesn't matter how, how rich you are. I have seen, um, I used to watch a millionaire matchmaker. And so there were like so many people, men and women who were just like filthy rich, huge companies, but they were they were um, miserable. <laughs> there was still an emptiness in their life. And, you know, saying so you would think that somebody that has everything materially out of money, you would think they would be OK. I mean, they call that winning in this culture. They call that winning. But they were miserable. And they wanted to be with someone. They wanted to find someone that they could share their wealth with, who they could live their life with. So there was an emptiness there. And regardless of how much money they had, there was an emptiness and they were miserable. And they really didn't love. A lot of them didn't really love themselves. Um, And so, yeah, it doesn't. There's, there's nothing like the peace and contentment that God brings in your life. And he'll feel he will feel that void in your life because we're all there's a time where we're all looking for something, whether it be a relationship, a position at work, 
um, accolades, degrees to um, to um, validate ourselves, but there's always going to be that that void and that emptiness, and the things that we try to replace God with are always going to be temporary and and finite, and so Christ is the answer. Like Christ is only He can fill that void. God made us relational. We are. And God is relational. He wants a a personal relationship with each and every one of us. So we must let go of the pride and humble ourselves before God. And once once we do that, once we humble ourselves before the most high, before God, Elohim, which is the plural form of God. That's what he said in the beginning. Let us make man in our own image. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Once we humble ourselves before him, only then can we experience true life and fulfillment and live in the purpose that God has given us. Because you have a purpose. You have a specific purpose that God has for you that will not be realized until you submit yourself completely to him. In every area of your life, that's your finances, your relationships, um, (laughs) that is in your business and how you either work or how you um, run your business. Do you honor God in every area of your life? And what does that look like? And so it's always going to point back to Christ. It's always going to point back to his word. It's always going to point back to him. And so all in that saying is to um, let go. If you have pride, let go of it. And if you feel it's a struggle, I would say go in in prayer to God and say, God, um, please you know, and I've I've made this prayer myself several times. I say, I ask God to just please remove, remove anything in my heart that's not supposed to be there. Remove anything in my heart that's not of you, Lord. Uh, remove any pride. I don't want any pride, nor do I want false humility. But I want true humility. Um, to be truly humble. Oh, Jesus Christ is everything, man. Jesus Christ is everything. <laughs> That's why I love Colossians chapter three, man. It says that um, Jesus Christ is our life. He is life. There's no life without him. So hope that helps, you know, I don't know whoever's listening. Um, Humility. Yeah, we need humility. It says God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. Grace, the undeserved favor and kindness of God. God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So hope that was a good word for you guys. That just was on my heart tonight um, going through my mind. So I just thought I'd share it with you all. Um, I love you guys. Seek God and Jesus Christ and everything. Um, and I still have to <laughs> do that and examine myself every day, man. I got to be a better 
strive to be a, a better husband in Christ and a better father. So um, I have a three-year-old daughter, so I'll be a better father, better example unto my daughter and my wife. So as I said, I love you guys. This is Will Smith with Scene It God's Way. Y'all have a good evening and uh look forward to talking to y'all soon. All right then. Mm-hmm.